0: This is a download from Ormskirk Christadelphians of one of our Sunday afternoon talks. For more downloads, go to our website ormskirkchristadelphians.org.uk or join us in person at our meeting room on Moorgate in Ormskirk every Sunday at one forty-five pm We hope you enjoy the talk. Thank you everybody, thank you for coming this afternoon. Uh, we're going to look into the miracles of Jesus. and We don't especially want to look into the First miracle that Jesus did, which was turning the water into wine. This is the first miracle that Jesus did in public. Uh, Come with me to John chapter 2 and verse 11. (coughs) This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee, and manifested forth his glory, and his disciples believed in him. The first miracle that Jesus performed happened under the most unlikely of circumstances. It didn't take place in the Temple of Jerusalem and the miracle itself didn't have any impact on the leaders of the nations. Instead, this first miracle took place at a family gathering near the hometown in the province of Galilee. The result was simple, that he provided enough good wine to keep the party going. But now we, we will take a closer look about the, this miracle that took place in the wedding at Cana of Galilee. John chapter 2 starts off with And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. The number 3 indicates something of importance to God's plan of salvation. Let's see a few examples. In Genesis, in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 9 13 well, Genesis chapter 1 verse 9 the earth was separated from the waters on the third day there were three patriarchs of the children of Israel which was Abraham Isaac and Jacob in Jonah chapter 1 and verse 17 Jonah spent three days in the belly of the great fish in Luke chapter 2 and verse 46 Jesus was missing for three days when he was 12 years old In Matthew chapter 17 and verse 1, Jesus Jesus took three disciples with him, Peter, James, and John, up to the Mount of Transfiguration. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 4, Jesus arose from the dead on the third day. In addition to this, there are three divisions of time, which is past, present, and future. Well, let's go back to the wedding feast in Cana of Galilee. Canaan was only a few miles north of Nazareth, the family home of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus accepted an invitation to attend the wedding, most likely at the request of his mother Mother Mary. Mary, the mother of Jesus, is uh, is at the wedding, although a job looked like to be more than of a guest. Maybe the couple being married are either friends, ...or probably related to Mary... ...and that she is helping with the arrangements... ...especially the serving of the food and the wine... ...she seems to be one of the first to know... ...that the wine is running out... ...and she tells the servant to do whatever Jesus tells them to do... ...and they appear prepared to accept her orders... ...Jesus and his disciples are also at the wedding as invited guests... ...the fact is that Mary, Jesus and his disciples are all invited to this wedding, looks more likely that the wedding is of someone known to them, perhaps a friend or a relative. Jesus' mother realized that it could be a very embarrassing if the wine ran out. And there is no seem to be a solution. Either no more wine is available, or there is no money to buy more wine. And if something is not done, all will be embarrassed. And Jesus' mother seemed to step in and take charge when she said to Jesus, They have no wine left. Mary tells Jesus with the hope that he might do something about this situation. Of all this present, the mother of our Lord knows Jesus very well. She knows better than anyone of the miraculous events surrounding his birth. She knows of John the Baptist's miraculous birth as well and of his ministry in which he had recognized Jesus as the promised Messiah. In fact, Jesus had not yet performed a miracle, and we do not know for sure that she expects one. But for what she does know, it is clearly possible that she expects Jesus to do something out of the ordinary. Perhaps she thinks it is time for Jesus to show himself to the world as the Messiah. John the Baptist has already selected him as the Messiah. And he already has a following of disciples. Now, a well-timed miracle could be the way in which he declared himself to the people. And at the same time, the bride and groom will be much appreciated as a solution to the problem. Mary is very careful not to tell Jesus what to do, but to clear clearly, she hopes he will do something. As we read in our introductory reading... John chapter 2 and verse 4. Jesus saying to her, Woman, what have to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. Jesus does not call her Mary or mother, but woman. And this is the same term Jesus will use when she speaks to her from the cross. Come with me to John chapter 19. John chapter 19, verse 26. When Jesus therefore saw his mother, and the disciples standing by, whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Here at the wedding, Jesus asked Mary the question, Why are you saying this to me? And now we see the difference, what difference do they have between them at this moment in time. Jesus used this this same expression to ask Mary why she thinks the problem she has is his problem as well as hers. As his mother, she might think she has some parental authority over him, but she has no authority over him at all. This is what Jesus said with this word. It is almost as though Mary has said, Jesus, they are out of wine. We really need to do something. To which Jesus responds, What do you mean we? And we don't know when Joseph died, but it's likely this happened before our Lord's adult years. Since it's never mentioned after our Lord's early years, Jesus honors his mother and lives in obedience to her authority, but it's now time For our Lord to say to his mother that there will be a change. Not only is a grown man about to set out on his own, he is the Messiah who will someday establish his kingdom on earth. He can no longer relate to Mary as he previously has done. He cannot allow his obedience to his father to be overruled by the request of his earthly mother. Our Lord didn't turn his mother down. He does not say no, and neither does he say yes. He's simply a reminder of the change in the roles and relationship. He's no longer a young boy that has to do whatever she has. He is the Messiah who must obey his true father. And Jesus tells his mother that it's not yet his time. He refers here to his time at the beginning of his ministry as the promised Messiah not of his death and Mary is no offender nor she is put off by these words she simply turns to the servants and instructs them whatever he tells you to do do it and she does not argue with him for he has made this point she does not plead with him by her word it seems that she leaves a request in his hand to deal with as he sees fit it seemed that everything was going well until when the wine started to run out. And maybe one of the most embarrassing things that could happen in a Jewish wedding is to run out of wine or food. And the, the account tells us there were six ceremonial water pots of stones, each in which could hold for about 100 to 140 liters that Jesus has to be filled up to the top. These water pots of stone were normally used to storage water for purification, and the water in them would not necessarily be, f- be fit for drinking. The total volume of 600 to 150 litres of water in this pot that w- thus provided indicates a very large amount of guests attending this wedding feast. This was a, no- a small, f- intimate family event, probably a few hundred people were present Jesus now changed this large quantity of water into wine which would have been about between 800 to 1,130 bottles of wine and not just any wine but the one of very good quality the power of being able to tune water into wine is beyond our imagination but the event but even more amazing things about these miracles what was that it's made wine that suits fine quality. This would normally take years of aging to reach suit perfection. And there are a lot of different types of wines that do exist, but I don't know of a single one that is produced with anything else, even closer to an instantly aged taste. The process of making wine is not like fast food. It doesn't happen instantly. You need several components to be successful as well as winemaking equipment. You will need the ground and the climate, the grapes, you need the harvest and then ferment the grapes and then aging for a few years. The the aging process happens by a slow chemical change. We react with the type of container and the Dissolve of oxygen to change the sugar and tannins to a mellow, mellow, fullet flavour. This process usually takes several years to achieve peak taste, and no shortcut in modern technology has been yet found to produce such a vintage immediately. But the most important thing is the appellation of origin, which states where the wines come from. The appellation of origin of the wine that Jesus made was from heaven. What a grand miracle that was. Yes, here we find Jesus starting his ministry by turning water into wine at the wedding feast. Of course, he ends his ministry by turning wine into his blood, symbolically, with the promise that he will drink the wine anew with brethren and sisters in the eyes to come at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Some amazing fact came to light in the account of this miracle. The complete faith the complete faith of, that Mary had in her son is more the saying to the seven in John chapter two, verse five What whatsoever is saying unto you, do it. We will find that this factor of faith is essential and necessary for every Bible miracle sometimes clearly recognized and other times only understood but all with the same purpose the remark made by Jesus what have to do with thee in John chapter 2 and verse 4 seems offensive but given the fact that Joseph is clearly no longer in the picture the widow Mary was clearly to be under the authority of her son who as the firstborn was now head of the household We have to find no reason for rudeness or disrespect. Instead, we find simple, plain speech. We say, in effect, Mother, I don't think this is the time or place to perform a miracle. Clearly, the faith of Mary overcame this resolution. It is also not totally clear from the story exactly what Mary expects Jesus to do but the thing is that Mary knows that Jesus can do anything because he is the son of the almighty if she predicts a miracle it is not clear from the story after all there was no clear previous event in which Jesus had actually performed a miracle since this is clearly recorded as the very first one no, no doubt Mary has absolutely confidence that her son would s- somehow get the problem solved, though she could hardly predict, have uh, predicted the result. Perhaps she thought he could send his disciple to buy some more wine, or that he would speak just the right words to the guests to calmly explain the situation and make it accessible to them. Or perform some other similar natural action to solve the embarrassing problem. And we must have the same confidence in us when we need our Lord Jesus Christ to rescue us from difficult situations. When we are in difficulties, we must try truth completely and the Lord to provide. Even if the sad details avoid us, often we wait for the sad help for a problem, yet... Hell likewise often do not come in the way we think. Mary set a perfect example for us. She lies the problem in the hands of Jesus. She puts at his disposal all the human resources she could draw upon. For example, the hands of the servants, of the fish, and, the put, and then put a total truth on him. Come with me to John uh, chapter 2 and verse 9. When the ruler of the fish had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servant withdrew the water, knew, the governor of the fish called the bridegroom, and saying unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine, and when when men have well drunk, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. It was an extraordinary result. The finest wine is produced, and the host of the reception is amazed at the quality. So much so that he wonders why the groom has kept the best for last. Nor was this event performed in secret. The miracles was plainly witnessed by the servants, and there must have been many of them at the service to, to serve such a large crowd what better beginning for our Lord Jesus Christ than for him to reveal the power on him by the Father to all his friends and relatives when he says that this miracle manifested forth his glory it is obvious that it did effect upon all the were at the reception and especially on his disciple, in John chapter 2 and verse 11 the beginning of, of miracles did Jesus in Cain of Galilee, and manifested forth his glory, and his disciples believed in him. In this day and age, it might be hard for us to imagine how powerful the first of this miracle must have been. Wine was not just a drink that was drunk by connoisseurs, but it was the everyday beverage of life. Vintage wine was extremely rare, because the climate of Palestine, the Palestine was too hot for the long-term storage of wine. Wine was mixed with water and large urns or pots in proportion of usually 20 to 1 so that the water would be pleasant to drink. Water purification of any kind or even boiling water to destroy disease-causing bacteria had not yet been discovered. Wine was indeed life-giving at the miracle involving his creation was surely powerful. What happened at the feast must have been talked about all over the world, and the scriptures make, and the scriptures, scriptures make it clear that he had a deep effect on his disciples. Turning the water used for ceremonial washing into a large quantity of good wine clearly demonstrates that the power of the Lord God was in his Son Jesus Christ. It was the complete faith that Mary had in her son that energized this miracle. Indirectly, the complete obedience of the servant to her command should be not, should, should be not ignored. This too was an act of faith. In fact, the large attendance at the wedding feast gave our Lord the opportunity to demonstrate his power and mission to all his extensive family and close friends. And what better way for us to begin our ministry than by demonstrating the power of God working on us to our friends and relations? Turning water into wine goes way beyond any known chemistry. There is clearly no way that any human could ever have performed this miracle now or then. And 2,000 years has not dimmed the eyewitness account of these miracles as recorded in our Bibles. Nor has the passage of time diminished the power of, of this miracle to increase our faith and to bring question and astonishment to our hearts and minds. Even so, we believe in the Father of heaven and Jesus Christ who hath sent. In conclusion, I would like to say that this miracle in Cana of Galilee has more to teach us to die. Jesus not only produced something beautiful in this miracle, but something abundant. The wine Jesus created was the best ever. But He did not create a small quantity. He produced much more than was needed. And, we can, and when Jesus fed the five thousand and again the four thousand, there were plenty leftovers. Come with me to Matthew chapter fourteen, In verse twenty. And they, they eat all, all eat and were filled, and they took up the fragment that reminded twelve baskets full. And they that, eat, that eaten were about five thousand men, besides women and children. And in Matthew 15, verse 37. And they, they eat, all eat and were filled, and they took up to the broken meat that was left seven baskets full. And they that eat were 4,000 men besides women and children. God's blessings are always abundant. Come with me to to Luke chapter 11. And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you, seek. And ye shall find, knock, and it shall be open unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be open. But only if we ask all things through our Master, the Lord Jesus. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed that talk. For more downloads, information about what we believe, and details of our meeting times, go to our website, Ormscap christadelphians.org.uk.